Well, baby was a waitress at the Waffle House on Exit 29. Lanky long legs, dark hair, smiling hash brown eyes. She take your order in a sing song style, set you straight with a country smile. Baby was a waitress at the Waffle House on Exit 29. Something in the Water podcast. I'm Uncle Dave Griffin, along with Mr. Sean Clark. And we got our guest, the beautiful Miss Lindy Berg. Hello. How, how hey, you doing? Glad how to y'all? have you. Good to have you. Thank you. For all the way from Buck Swamp Road or Buck it, Buck Swamp Road. Is it's that a whole nother world out there on Buck Swamp. <laughs> <laughs> in Brunswick. Uh, that's around exit 29 right there on uh, off of I-95. And we've been out there to y'all's house before. Mm-hmm. Yes, y'all did. Y'all were the uh, the star act, also the only act. They were, yes. Yeah, well, you I were was there, there for too. the star act myself. <laughs> At our wedding anniversary. Oh, that was it. Mm-hmm. And it was a fine time. and That was just... Your Last birthday year, too, right? Yeah. It's my birthday, wedding anniversary. We kind of got in this habit <laughs> of having this party every year. You know, I told Ed, I said, "Now this year we got to have like a Pink Floyd reunion or something." We keep pumping it yeah. up, right? Yeah, right up those stakes. But it was great having y'all. It was a good time. That would have been y'all's thirty-first reunion then. Thirty-first, uh, thirty-one years with yeah. this man. Now, uh, now <laughs> with me, the man that she's speaking of is Edberg, <laughs> and he's right over there off camera, mm-hmm. folks. And you just saw his hand there, his left hand. So that's good. Put it up again, Ed. See that yeah. wedding he's ring? Famous now. See that right. wedding ring? There ain't no wedding ring on there. Uh oh. He's. Oh, I see. I see it now. I see it. <laughs> I thought he was one of them mechanics that says, honey, sorry, but I just can't wear that jewelry. You see, he doesn't have a wedding ring, don't you? Oh, she's the mechanic. Mm. Right. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, your birthday slash anniversary, did Ed marry you on your birthday, or is it just close He by? did not. Okay. <laughs> on my birthday, uh, we were actually moving like the Beverly Hillbillies that year we were married, wasn't it, Ed? So y'all were moving to Brunswick? No, we were moving from uh, Macon. Macon, Georgia, Ooh. the hottest city in Georgia, up to Spartanburg, South Carolina. Dang, t- from one music city to another. One music city to another. So mm-hmm. I was driving my Honda. Ed had this <laughs> Chevy. And it was a torrential rainstorm. And everything we owned was piled in it with a giant tarp. 
on top, and it was pouring rain. The wind was blowing. It was night. We're going down the interstate. Ed said, had told me, this is before cell phones, you know. He said, if the tarp starts blowing or something doesn't look right, signal me with the lights. <laughs> so we're going, and the tarp starts blowing, and it's up to the sky about 30 feet in the air, and I'm oh, signaling. God. He just kept on going. <laughs> Everything we had got soaked. Oh. I think the only thing we salvaged was a leather sofa. <laughs> How? How did the leather sofa get wet. salvaged? Didn't get wet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Welcome to marriage. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, two days ago, Dave was trying to convince me that we need to put all of our equipment in the back of a pickup truck and put a tarp over it and drive so it to California bad. and back. Well, it's divorce of reason right I here, like, folks. No. And then he said I was surly. That's <laughs> I called him surly. Uh, no, uh, speaking of which, uh, yeah, by the time this comes out, we'll be done back from our uh, Waycross Stagecoach Cross Country tour. We're going to California and back again, and uh, we'll be pulling a U-Haul trailer. We just arrived on all of these fine, final details, <laughs> maybe Sunday. You know, it's like, hmm, you know, we figured it out. We're going to be piling four of us in Connor's car. We bought and ordered a off of Amazon a trailer hitch. It'll be installed on Connor's car tomorrow. <laughs> We've got a U-Haul camper trailer waiting on us Monday morning to pick up. We bought a tent that attaches to the back of the uh, hatchback Nissan Rogue and has uh, a, just a webbing. You know, tent comes off off the back of your car. The hatchback comes up. Hatchback comes oh, up. Seen you those. attach That's the awesome. tent. Yeah, so we're set now. And uh, Sean ordered a turlet with the. Uh, yeah, Lines I got a pop up tent. Like, I'm like, we're gonna be in the desert. There's not gonna be a tree to get around. Now behind. we got some camping stuff. Y'all need to borrow some. We might need a, a shower. The showers are gonna be few and far between. I can't help you yeah. with that unless there's flash foods. You know, they got showers at truck stops. Now I can truck get stops, you yeah, some. You can pay to. Can yeah, you can. It costs. Yeah, it costs. Okay. I can get you a bath basin from work, and you can get bed, do bed baths while you're there. I might need a bedpan or two. I got a Planet Fitness uh, Oh, they got thing, so Oh, they, that's smart. That's smart. Well, Y'all well, going to be playing so going to California when you're pulling out the driveway? Ooh, we're going to have gonna a soundtrack for that trip. Yeah. We should. We should build us a soundtrack before we get out there. But that's, that's, that's so neither exciting. here nor there. It's, it's, it is... It, uh, by the time this comes out, we had a great time. <laughs> it was so much fun. I almost fell in the Grand Canyon. But I had him uh, by the belt loop. Sean caught me by the belt loops, and it was uh, <laughs> <laughs> stunning uh, bravery. So, um, uh, Lindy is a musicologist. She is a music lover. She is. Uh, ever since we've come to know her, uh, well, let's go back to this. You Actually, you are a nurse. I am a nurse. Yes, that is that my- That is your, your main that's job. That's my side hustle. That's your side that, hustle. That's my main job. 
<laughs> but you're a woman of many talents. You're you're well, a nurse. You. Uh, you work for is it uh, hospice or? I work for hospice. I've been a yeah. hospice nurse. I think I'm coming on what eighteen years of doing hospice nurse. Awesome. And love that, it. That, that's your heart. That's yeah. my heart. Yeah. That's the thing I love the most. Um, Ed, when Ed and I met, mm-hmm. I was graduating nursing school. Oh. And um, <clears throat> we had to go to like this marriage encounter thing, and it was a couple days before I was going to take the nursing boards. Uh-huh. And I brought all my textbooks. And they said, listen, you can't bring these textbooks in here. This is a chance for y'all to get to know one another. Now, I've been dating this boy since I was 17 years old. So a marriage encounter? Yeah, it's like this weekend where you're supposed to get to, really know, get one to know one another. Well, okay. we'd been together for six years. I already knew him. He knew what he was getting into. <laughs> so uh, I said to the man, I said, listen, this marriage is going to work if I pass these nursing boards. <laughs> so, yeah, I became a nurse and stupidly bought the next day after I got my job a brand-new 1992 Pontiac Firebird mm. with T-tops and camel leather interior. It was metallic green. Oh, it was a beauty. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why did why you say stupidly? Well, because I could have bought a GTO. I also saw this old GTO. <laughs> <laughs> I got lured into the Firebird, <laughs> but it was such a sweet car. Yeah. It's my wedding gift to myself. Right. <laughs> I've been driving beat up cars for so long. It was nice to. So you've been in the nursing business for 18 years. No, I've been in the nursing business as long as we've been married. So that's more like 32 years. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. But I didn't mean to correct you, Uncle Dave. But. (laughs) Okay. So that's what I was saying. Now, Lindy is, uh, uh, has many talents and, uh, many passions, uh, Outside of helping somebody live or assisting somebody as they're passing, uh, she's also been a dancer for how long? Golly, <laughs> since I was, what, four, five? <laughs> Ed knew me in my dancing days, <laughs> my cheerleading days. My Ed and I used to go meet up at Athens. We were dating. Mm-hmm. I wasn't supposed to be. Were y'all from the same town? <clears throat> no, Ed's from Ohio. Well, we, He's we, a Yankee. We stay in Athens and the bars there and the bands. Yeah. That was back in the late 80s. You, kind of you, where were mm-hmm. you from originally? Good halfway spot. I Athens. am from Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte, you can tell by okay. that oh, weird yeah. accent. So how in the world did y'all meet? They didn't have... Uh, Internet. They didn't have internet, but we had moved to South Carolina, Greenville. My dad got transferred. I was in high school. And I was taking some little college classes. I was a little goody two-shoe. And I had this girlfriend that I met at the college. And um, I was in high school, though. 
And she said, oh, I know these cute boys from Ohio. You need to come to this party they're having at their house. And uh, I had just turned 17. I mean, like a couple weeks before. Of course, I told my mother I was going to be with my friend. We're going to be studying. (laughs) So Ed and his brothers and friends had all left Ohio and come down to South Carolina to live and work because there were no jobs up there. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were having like a rager at their house. (laughs) I mean, they had kegs. They had, it was crazy. (laughs) And uh, I walked in and saw him. And he looked at me, and that was it. We were oh, inseparable. Took her for a ride on a motorcycle. True. Yeah. That helped you. That helped your case. <laughs> <laughs> so and then I have them. to tell my mama I was dating a boy that had long been out of high school. She was not too happy about it. <laughs> at first. At first. And what does he do for a living? Rides motorcycles. He's a... <laughs> He's a fine older man, Mama. <laughs> He's a magic man. <laughs> yeah, but it was one of those special situations. It was love at first sight. It really yeah, was. But yeah. So anyway, they had an arm wrestling contest, all these boys at this party. And they, they were big, bulky guys there. And I watched him. He beat every single one of them. And I said, that's my man. <laughs> I like a strong arm. <laughs> so, That's a seventeen-year-old stupid ideal, you know. Yeah. Well, you liked his style. I liked his style. He's a deer hunter. Yeah. He's a woodworker. Yeah, Ed's pretty well-rounded. He's well-rounded, mm-hmm. yes, sir. Not as much as me, can, but pretty much. Where's the rest? He twist a wrist and and build most anything and fix most anything. Uh, uh, now where y'all differ, as far as I can see, is that he's he likes to sit back and kind of watch things, and you like to get out there and be watched. That's, you got me That's why they work so well. You got that me is probably <laughs> the, the best way to put it. Now, and that's, there ain't nothing wrong with it either. I know another girl like that that someone loves. Yeah. Is, uh, Her name's my Miss... ears is burning. That's right. They are. She's going to come barreling through this door. Hey, but, but that's a good, you know, that's a, a good, good, ba- a good mm-hmm. balance. A Leo. And what? when were you born in? I'm Before they put the man on the moon. <laughs> that would make you Virgo. <laughs> no. Uh, but dancing, yes, is something I love. And, and y'all have known each other when, all them years. All huh? those years, and I've taught it to dance. And I can't dance in public. I almost fell into y'all's... Um, Guitar money, you know, your tip thing once. Remember that? At Boondocks. I almost went in it, and Ed snatched me back out. (laughs) And Sean never stopped playing. His eyes just got big. But but dancing, like, in a dance studio, that kind of thing, that's Mm -hmm. a different kind of dancing than, you know, when you're out. Well, y'all can uh, find uh, Lindy Berg on uh, Facebook, uh, and you can see a lot. She's going to have all kind of creepers now. 
Well, they're all my followers on TikTok are gamers. What does that tell you? Yeah, she's she's got followers. So, uh, for those of you who've never seen her dance, she dances on uh, on Facebook on the what is that called? My story or Mm -hmm. uh, my story stories stories, and uh, just about every day. I do it every you day just for about a couple do it hours. Every day. It's and my you motivation. can tell she puts her heart into it because some of the some of the little video shorts will be of her warming up. So you think, "Ow, I can't do that." <laughs> <laughs> Getting limber, and then she'll it'll flip over to the next short, and she'll be dancing to all kinds of great music. That's where you get your music on too, just by watching you dance and listening to all. You're very flexible in a lot of ways well you know that's um like with dance like there's a lot of dweller songs mm-hmm. that i can see the dance i'm gonna do to them you know right. i can feel it but i just caught on to this new lady abigail lapel she's out of canada mm. writes her own music and um <clears throat> i'd call her <clears throat> She does a lot, her own acoustic guitar, and it's it's just she's amazing, this lady. Ooh. So I had prepared. I've been working on the dance for y'all. Oh. I was gonna do down by the water. It's about a girl that just wants to live by the water, but I pulled a little something, which is just part of dance. You get injured and you mm-hmm. you backtrack, and then you well, ease we're gonna back show into one it. before we get off of here today. That's for sure. And then we want to see you dance. Oh, I can do it. I've seen Sean do a jig before. Well, Sean's a better dancer than (laughs) I am, for sure. He's got a lot more rhythm Uh, than I do. I've got goofy stuff I do. Yeah, I got one dance, and it covers slow, fast, (laughs) half-fast. It covers a multitude of sins, right? (laughs) It's the same move, just a little different tempo. You got that little bit of disco, I think. You got a little bit well, of disco in You know, there. I never Touch learned to disco. dance. I was always on the bandstand playing and watching them. So it, I would be a good dancer from watching all them moves, but uh, I ain't much of a dancer. I can do the scriven shuffle, and that, that's about that it. that out of Scriven, Georgia? Yes. I think I've seen people do that before. Yeah. Is that a real thing? It is. It's real for me. <laughs> Let me demonstrate it right quick. Oh boy, someone is going to right. dance. Action. Start me up. Don't get hurt. I hope Dan is watching. One, two, three, four. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, You're going to fit in in the desert with that dance, isn't it, Sean? Hey. <laughs> Okay, folks from Scriven, if you're watching, I'm sorry. Shout out to Scriven. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry about that. But now, when Lindy dances, it ain't nothing like that. (laughs) And uh, like I say, she picks songs that will have you. I mean, she runs the gamut on song styles and genres and everything. You can go from classical music, then all of a sudden you're over here in the Almond Brothers. Mm -hmm. And here will be an old vintage uh, Ronnie Millsap song. Then over here you got uh, Pink Floyd, ACDC, or yeah. Pink Floyd, and a lot of Pine Box Dwellers. And Ed built me a dance studio. That's helped. 
That's been nice. I used to dance out on our porch, which I loved. But it's built me this. We have a big screen back porch. I used to dance out there. I mean, and in the summer, it's hot. But now you're in the building where we had the party, right? No, now I'm in my our regular house. He turned that one room. He's put a ballet bar in it, mirrors and floors and lights, and it is the funnest place to dance. That's great. Yeah, there you go. Again, that harmonious marriage that was meant to be working again, that Honey, I need a dance studio. I got you. I need a dance studio. I'll be right back. I'll make you a good cake or a pie if you'll build me a dance studio. Perfect segue. (laughs) She just made us some pies, some key lime pies. Perfect segue. The the third passion that Lindy, now the fourth, we've talked about uh, um, healing, uh, dancing. Healing, dealing. (laughs) Healing, dancing, music. That's cooking, sweet. cooking. I do like to cook. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that goes back a long ways too. You got that genetically or heredit. Watching my grandma yeah. in the kitchen in South Georgia, that was the majority of cooking was her. That's great. She could really cook you a meal. Mm-hmm. So that was Best passed right down. Or well. It was passed on if you paid attention. Yeah, my mama, Marilyn could cook. Ed ate tons of Marilyn food. She loved to cook. I like to shock Ed, like, because he's, you know, from the north. I don't want to say Yankee, Yankee. Um, (laughs) And try and make him something that he's never heard of that's so southern that it shocks him, you know. Shot, like a jowl or something. Shotgun know. stew or something. Yeah. Porcupine pie. Porcupine pie. But he's eating some weird stuff in Ohio. I shocked her in Ohio. Yeah, my son. She got to see how spinach grows. Asparagus. I know how spinach grows, son. Um, I made him one time. Now, he had never had this. This is a meal my grandmother made. Because my granddad go quail hunting, and um, I'd lay out there with him, you know, in the field to kill those quails. And my grandmother would make this. She'd make fried quail, country ham gravy, and a homemade biscuit, and sliced tomato. Mm. That's the best meal. I made that for him. Do you like that meal? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. That's a good um, one. Well, at your... Uh... Just at that anniversary slash birthday that we went to last year, you had several delicacies out there. That was uh, desserts. I believe mm-hmm. they were desserts that really captured my attention. I can't remember what they was, but they was. Uh, we're gonna sell those pies. I'm telling you. Oh yeah, pies. I'm gonna make me a company. It's called Side Hustle Pie Company. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> Do and one of them you should call Pine Box Pie. Pine Box Pie. <laughs> Connor's got his pie, and he said, "I'm taking it to the car right now." He's <laughs> like, "They're putting up the equipment," and I thought, "God, I hate to disturb them putting these pies on them." You know, no way. was that a uh, uh, cream pie? It was a key lime pie. Key lime key pie. Lime. 
and she had these raspberries on them, man. I didn't see that. I just saw one in the and, fridge that was just plain. I mean, looked like some kind of. Who who egg makes you two pies like a pie a piece <laughs> and then a can of whipped cream a piece? You gotta like, get the man. full experience. I ate on that for three or four days. I was I'm like, that's you. good. Good. I'm glad y'all like that. Made my week. Just. <laughs> I was talking to someone today on Facebook. Oh, my friend Zulu. We're saying you know breaking bread with someone is. That's sacred. Mm-hmm. That's like sacred gram, what you've eaten mm-hmm. with someone. Mm-hmm. Is that why y'all wouldn't eat with, with us when you go? Well, no, because Ed <laughs> took me out to fine dining tonight at L.L. Creek. All right. Yeah. Shout out to L.L. Creek, our uh, local downtown restaurant. It's probably the best restaurant in town. Mm-hmm. I just can't believe how big that dang menu is. Yeah. They got it. You know they're having uh, crawfish at the Boondocks this weekend. No. Is that right? They're having crawfish, sausage, and cornboil and a couple bands. They're having Tracy Maddox out there. Okay. okay. We know Tracy. She's way cross girl. She's mm. a good singer. Mm. That girl's talented. I've done some shows with her. Some We're sets very with talented. Her. Yeah. Been known little Tracy for a long time. <clears throat> She's... Finally getting out there and, and on her own now. Mm-hmm. So, so we've covered a lot of bases here. Um, let's talk about. Let's talk a, a little more about your childhood. You you say I feel like you, I'm at the, the psychiatrist. I know like, where the hell is he going. This is your life. <laughs> I need one of those chases to lay back <laughs> on uh, my childhood. You was talking about South Carolina, right? It's where you well did, North Carolina, North where Carolina, I grew up. Charlotte. Is Charlotte. where you did your most charmed of your childhood. Life, charmed yeah. life. Was it rural or no? We were city folks, but um. What was great was being in the city, you know. My mother was all, my mother grew up in rural South Georgia, Chula, right by Tata. You know where that is? Yeah. On a farm. I sure do, yeah. So she was done with farm life. She loved the farm, though. But so we grew up in Charlotte, in the city. Mm. You know, we were right in the midst of everything. There was movie theaters, ballet studios where I took dance growing up, you know, Mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. And I had two older sisters, much older than me, Mm -hmm. because my mother was 45 when she had me. Lord. So my mama was done with children by the time I'd come. So she sent me with my sisters everywhere. Mm -hmm. I went and saw Elton John when I was six. (laughs) Went and saw The Who when I was seven. (laughs) She was just, she didn't care. They were older. She didn't care. But so during the summer months, like three months, we were down on the farm with my grandparents in South Georgia. So I had that city life, a little bit of, what is it, Green Acres Mm -hmm. going on. Mm -hmm. And true, like, Ed can tell you how primitive that farm was. How Mm -hmm. primitive was that farm, Ed? That's great, too. That's a lot of my fondest memories of, is my grandma's farm. 
Did you like it at the time, or were you like, I can't wait to go back home? Or, I lived for that farm. Yeah. I loved that was it. Exciting. I was a tomboy. Yeah. There what was no did, air conditioning. What did they have on the farm? Did they have? They had 800 acres, and they had, when I was little, you know, it was a working farm. It had yeah. cows, it had hogs, it had chickens, it had everything. And crops, of course. Mm -hmm. Granddad grew peanuts, grew tobacco. My grandmother mm -hmm. didn't like that. She thought they were going to go to hell for growing tobacco. <laughs> <clears throat> grew soybeans. And then, you know, on a farm, you've got your farm. But then the farmer has their own garden. Mm -hmm. You know, up by the house. Mm -hmm. There's a, a garden there. Um, <clears throat> And he had hogs at the time, which when I was little... That was just something I wasn't allowed to go near because my grandmother was terrified that we'd get hurt, you know. Hogs will hurt you. Falling mm. in those big hogs. So I remember once I was about, God, about seven, and I was with them. It was just me and my grandparents. My parents and them, they dumped me off there and go to Florida. <laughs> and uh, I heard this rumbling, and the neighbor's hogs had gotten loose. Mm. And broke through granddaddy's gates. And I mean, they're about 600 hogs bumping up against the house. Mm. And yeah. you're a little girl, it scares you. When your granddad goes out, you figure he's going to get killed. Mm -hmm. But that was like primitive, like farm life, like scuppernone, picking, muscadine, picking, mm -hmm. fishing. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Yeah. And even when I got older, I don't think I minded the fact there was no air condition, you get bit by mosquitoes, eat up by fire ants. I just loved it. It was magical. It was it compared was, to your what you call your normal life, you know. It was amazing to go down to that farm. Mm -hmm. Now Ed was there once. Ed met my grandparents before they died. You know, everyone called my granddaddy, they called him Uncle Dave. What? They did. Because his I'm name was there. David Crockett Whitten. David Crockett Whitten. But everyone called him Uncle Dave. How about that? So the first time I met you, I thought, not that you could be my granddaddy, but I said, Uncle Dave. You know, it resonated. Yeah, resonated, yep. yeah. It's a connection. Yep. That's awesome. <clears throat> Ed met my grandparents, which was nice. But back to Charlotte, what was great, like, if I'm boring, you tell me. No, no, no. Whose parent? That was your mama's parents. That was my mom's in parents in okay. Chula. All right. So my dad worked in New York City. So he flew every Sunday night. He'd leave and go to New York City and wouldn't come back till Friday night. So it was my mama. What kind of work was that? He worked for uh, J.P. Stevens, which was like a woolen. They made coats, and right. and he was like a purchaser and all that. So <clears throat> he'd come back Friday night from New York City, and as we got older, we had every album before it ever came out down in Charlotte because he'd go to the big record store there in the city. So he'd bring us just like the motels. He bought us that album. We loved it. Hmm. He bought us Rapper's Delight. <laughs> and we had this stuff, and no one that lived around us had it yet because we were in North Carolina. <laughs> so we had all these great albums, so everyone came to our house, you know, to hear music because we always had, like, the newest stuff. That's awesome. And so it's kind of neat. Uh, you grew up all sisters? 
all sisters. And they were well older than you? Well older. And um, my one sister went to Chapel Hill, Mm -hmm. got her degree there. And both my sisters are still alive. One is much older than us. And she is actually in a nursing home in Jessup. Oh. But great sisters. Mm-hmm. Just we were just always so close, close to our cousins, you know. Mm-hmm. Just always got along, loved our parents. We just very, very fortunate. My parents were like my dad was very artistic. He played the piano. He wow. was a beautiful piano player. He could play classical, the Beatles. Just amazing. He sang. He played the piano. Hmm. He, I could hear him. He'd sing something in the way she moves. He loved God. that song. Yeah. And then he'd sing like "How Are Things in Glockamora." He can go, <laughs> you know, he could do run the gamut. <laughs> but they loved music. We grew up in a music house. Well, did uh, if your sisters were older than you, and he was still practicing this, bringing home the new albums, he probably brought home the Beatles and and uh, stuff through that. Brought me too. Grease when the Grease album <laughs> came out, which is like a big deal, mm-hmm. you know. But I've got all my sisters' albums, right? So yeah. I've got all their Beatles and their Zeppelin albums. That must and be where you so well rounded then with all your. Great sisters, good music taste. Mm-hmm. I know you and I have talked about music sometimes. I've uh, watched one of your shorts and said, you mess, it said, is that Eddie Middleton? And you said, no, it's actually. Uh, and it was somebody <laughs> that Eddie Middleton sounded a damn lot like. It was <laughs> we were lucky. Yeah. My mom was. was a country music like. Gosh, she loved George Jones. She loved Tammy Wynette. Mm-hmm. She wanted to champion Tanya Tucker mm-hmm. and go tell her how to run her life a little better. She just it's fell a, in love with her, loved her. Mm-hmm. I got admonished one night by Andy Johnson. It's Tanya. Tanya. Tanya, not Tanya. <laughs> Tanya. Right. Andy was doing a song at Grant's Lounge and make it might have been the night that y'all went. Did y'all come when we did the country that was music? The best. Women that, country. I missed music. that one and I wanted to go. <laughs> Anyhow, I introduced him. He was doing a Tanya Tucker song and I said, Here's Andy Johnson gonna do a song by Tanya Tan- Tucker and he went Tanya. Tanya. He fixed Tanya. it. Tanya. Tanya. She talented. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I remember my mother got the streak. Remember that song? Yeah. Ray Stevens. Ray yeah. Stevens the streak. <laughs> and we came home from school and there are all these women from the neighborhood at the house. And they're all drinking like their scotch and whatever water. All these women and they got the streak just on replay on Bob's record player. <laughs> Oh, boy. I can remember uh, sitting in the station wagon either just before leaving the house or just got back to the house from grocery shopping with my mama and aunt. And uh, we all us cousins were spread across the back seat, but Ray Stevens, they have the Arab came on the radio. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> and they were sitting up there. I'll never forget my mama and her sister. My aunt Seal just 
cackling every time he'd get to another line, you know, it was like a, with rings on her fingers and bells on her toes. And you said Clyde would go, <laughs> Clyde the camel. That's that, priceless. That would just, they would just be doubling over laughing. That's the magic of the 60s right there. Everything was simple and great. <laughs> And it good. really, really was. It and was. It was. The music was fantastic. Seemed the like seventies music was good. It was good as well. <laughs> I mean, they ain't no decade bad, really. But it just seemed like sixties contained. It came in like this, and it went out like this, and in between, you had this growth, yeah. uh, uh, maturity of everybody in. Across the world, you know, it was like you come in with uh, Frankie Avalon holding ha- Paul Anka holding hands with his girl, you know, blue on blue, you know, and then '64 it was like wham, the Beatles, and it was like no more of that. It was like I want to hold your hand. <laughs> oh, yeah, you like hold a, it. a deep purple fan? I'm a big I'm a deep huge deep purple fan. I love Machine deep Head was my introduction. I, I didn't buy a anything before that album, and ooh yeah, Richie Blackmore. That's some music. Stylistically, he's got a style of his own. Yeah, Wild Richie Cherry. Blackmore. And Wild Ian, Cherry. <laughs> That's Ohio boys. They we like wild that. cherry. We played that in in our uh, band in the seventies. That was uh, uh, they were from Ohio. Wild cherry was no. no. Oh. They were played in the game rooms of Ohio. Uh, I got you. They was played everywhere. Play that funky music. It's white a boy. good song. Mm-hmm. Now the Ohio players, we used to play them too. That that was another funk band. I saw a picture of Sean's band back in the day. They looked like uh, <laughs> I couldn't almost put it in words. I loved it. <laughs> it looked, they looked. Yeah. Sean looked like a girl. He was he was plum pretty. A young Kurt Cobain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We covered that on one of these episodes. Uh, I think there was one with Jamie. Yeah. Where we really got deep into y'all's pictures, yeah, it was the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, boy. Well, can you find? Uh, uh, did well, we never did do that? Let's take a short break right now, and then when we come back, we'll have some some more good conversation with Miss Lindy Bird. Yeah. Something in my brain won't let me stray Something in my veins gonna find its way Something in the water taught me how to pray back and uh we got some dancing pulled up some dancing videos pulled up miss lindy lordy what we got first dj we don't know let's see this is uh a cut uh it's that band that you were just playing on your phone is it uh-huh i don't I, think I can't read so. any of that up there I don't that's know what oh it is it's yeah. below 
That's okay. it. I don't know how to pronounce that. Crangbin. Crangbin. <laughs> We're just going to call him oh, Crangbin. Rug. Well, let's watch the dance. That's what is most important. The music's always good, but the dance is. Uh, That's my dance studio Ed built me. Oh, okay. Time with it. Yeah. Now, what would you call this? Where is this? Is this just modern or is this based uh, off of something? Uh, is it all based off of ballet? Contemporary Latin, but everything's based off ballet. Okay. Every kind of dancing. Show several more while we're there. This is your channel on TikTok. Y'all can find Lindy on TikTok, Lindyberg81. There's like the red dress that won the pool game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I see the crystal. And this is more lyrical slash ballet, I guess you'd call it. make those rainbows in my mind when I think of you sometime and I want to spend some time with you just the two yeah ballet we can make it if we try Dave knows all about ballet that's I can pure, tell. that was a ballet when he sees how they do building castles in the sky how they do how they do he's bright everything in ballet is French what they do, pirouette. Is that where you get on your toes? She's a little crazy. Eleve, releve. It's when you get on your toes. Another red dress. Boy, I've got the red dress going. I <laughs> <laughs> So like we were saying earlier, you can apply your dancing skills to any kind of music. I'm very animated when I dance, sorry. <laughs> I like to see something real fast. <laughs> real fast. Yeah, like a, a barn burner. Uh, I got some boot dances while yeah, I had boots on. Uh, a boot dance would be well. cool. 
Dave's getting picky over here. Now, uh, I want something fast. Now, you said that uh, uh, pretty much everything comes off of ballet. Pretty much everything <clears throat> comes off ballet and... Even strip tease. Well, you know, that's every nurse's backup plan. <laughs> if, the, if it gets too difficult being a nurse. <laughs> I'm joking. That's awesome. Now, that was funny. They had this thing on TikTok where you could make yourself a, a child again. A oh. two-split screen. Okay. And if this didn't left, look like me more. when I was little, yeah. like an old ugly tomboy. <laughs> That's just how I look like a tomboy, see? <laughs> In a Ramon shirt. <laughs> how about that? That's just how I look when I was I was ugly. I still am. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't see that. <laughs> <laughs> It's like up top is the woman that Ed fell in love with, and then down below is the woman Ed's still in love with. <laughs> and and still putting up with is what, what good you, save, Dave. you're missing there. That was good. That was a good, that was a mighty fine save. Go, go down there till you see some boots. Some boots. Lord have mercy. We may be here Chicken. till I dance every day for the past uh, three years. So that's saying something right there. That's what I was going to say earlier. Is yeah, like this is every, like every day. Like, day. There's days. I mean, I, there's very few days I dance. Period. But to wake well, up and do it like, every yeah. day. Now see that's that white dress up there with the see that black mm -hmm. and white. When Cheryl bought me that dress. Yeah, like, now, I wish I had that. Uh, it's hard to I wish move I felt in this good dress. To want to yeah, do that right. Well, it's long and. Um, it's hard to move in this dress because it's got lots of parts. Kind of got to work with it. That's angelly looking. If I can all the sun where keeps shining on everyone, tell me why. It's a great outfit she got me. You gotta really watch that dress and you break your neck. <laughs> All right. You like wind up choking yourself or flapping yourself in the eye. That's a good job. That's the old Elvis song. Yeah. Great song. '69. Uh, yeah, that's that new Elvis movie I've watched like 50 times now. Mm -hmm. I love it. That guy did a great job on yeah. that. He did a great job, like, capturing There's some cowboy boots on the left there. Oh, Lord, help us. No, now you're hallucinating, Uncle Dave. Let's see what <laughs> this one's all about. No, the cowboy boots right That's there. That's not cowboy boots. Where? Uh, down? Cowboy That's boots, sir. Free pants. That's not cowboy boots? Cowboy boots are going to be out on the porch. Well, it looks like <laughs> boots no, from really here. Well, I'm There's a cowboy hat. Right there. See that cowboy hat? Top four. 
Yeah, man, I'm seeing things, okay? See, you see me t- enough and you start to have. It's now, hard. this one right up here I love on the in the far right, but before that one. So right that's there. my practicing my. This is me practicing, trying to motivate women to dance at any age. That's cool, the lighting with the silhouette. That's how you break your neck. Fancy. Mm-hmm. That takes a lot of, that takes a core. Takes core strength, yeah, for sure. Something I ain't had in a while. Okay, you can't find a fast one on there? <laughs> I want to see a toe stepper. You want to see a toast? Because we've done, well, we've, Lord we've, have seen, mercy. we've seen several now, but they're all kind of falling into uh, kind of Maybe me- I need medium to, need to, to slow. Okay, there's your fast one. Which one? I think the little girl up above with the dress is on. Maybe she's fast. That one? Maybe. I hope so. All right. There we go. I do weird ones at Halloween. Now, do you do this? Uh, do you uh, do you still work every day with the hospice? Yes, every day. So you do this in the morning before you even go to work. I get up at five a.m. and start dancing for two hours. Wow! And get Ed out the door as fast as I possibly can, so that I can have my look time. at that one to the left there where you're doing a spring. Oh no, you're just up against the wall. Look I'm up. doing a handstand. We don't want to watch handstands, do we? <laughs> That's warm up. That's a warm up and stretch. Look at y'all's face. I'm getting y'all's viewership up. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We ain't never had this on something in the water. <laughs> and, may, and they may close the podcast down. No. <laughs> if they ain't closing down for some of the antics we've done on here. This is like uh, this is us giving back to the this, people. This is like milk compared to uh, rock gut whiskey. This poor man's having to sit in. Let's see. His keep child on dance. going. Let's find a. This man wants boots. You going? I just want I want a boot scoot boogie or something like that. Well, there's me dancing to Sweet Home Alabama in front of the. This ain't ruins. Burger King, Dave. <laughs> I just know that I've seen them though before. I've seen you dancing to all kinds um, of stuff. 
I cheerlead. Yeah. I twirl baton. Really? Heck yeah. Yeah, I've seen you. I had never seen the baton thing I before. I think the first time <laughs> one I ever saw was you with the baton. It's a lot of body of work right there when that you is. do it every day. That's a lot of but awesome. But see, I used to dance on my porch and I went to uh Naples. It was gorgeous. Oh, there's a good one. I got you a boot suit and one. Keep going down right before Naples. All right. We went out to the river. Now we're getting somewhere. Okay, there's your that second one on that row you're on. On the left. There you go, Uncle Dave. There's you some okay. boot scooting. There we go. Almost fell through the floor. Where is that? At on the river at uh Deep Bend Landing. Okay. I don't know where that is. Is that slow motion? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uncle Dave wants stuff fast. No, Doesn't... I was just wondering if you used to speed that up to the level of music, you'd be sure enough doing some, uh, that's almost like an Irish. Or or is that a clog? It's it's somewhere in between, but not, not as good as that lady y'all had on that clog. She was something. I loved her. You're our I'd second love dancer to learn clogging. Here. I think I could do it. I believe you could, too. I don't think there's anything you couldn't do as far as dance goes. I go and go and go. Because once you stop, I guess it'd be like playing music, you're done. You got to keep going. (laughs) Holler yellow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's do this. Uh, We've... uh, showcased all of your many passions and uh, lo and behold uh, she told Sean she sent Sean this message that I'm uh, fixing to read y'all got an idea for a song and she says uh, it's the story about baby baby she's about 23 lanky with dark hair and smiling brown eyes I love how uh, uh, so uh, literate you are in this. You yeah. know, it gives us a lot to work with for songwriting. Smiling brown eyes. She was born to work at the Waffle House. Has a little sing song when she waits tables. Baby's here. I know you like them eggs super soft and your toast burn on top. But she's tough, too. Customer complains. They're waiting on coffee. Baby bends down, looks them right in the eye, hands on her hips, and says, Listen, honey, I brewed you a fresh pot because you're my regular, right? (laughs) And she's going to get her tip. Male or female customer, doesn't matter. Baby is a survivor. She's tattooed her own name on her arm, maybe to remind herself that she's somebody. So one night we went in with our friend Chris Scott, and Dave Teach Winterling, big baby fans, and no baby. The cook looks at us and says this, baby's old man made her quit, beat her down, said she was sleeping with the customers. Baby's gone. 
it really upset me. This is Lindy talking. It really upset me. You have to root for baby. She's electric. Between us, we started this campaign, Free Baby. We wanted her to leave that abusive man. About a month ago, she did. The cook at Exit 29 Waffle House said she packed a little bag and walked out. He said she's at the Waffle House on 341 now. <laughs> Baby got free. <laughs> That's great. So this is what you gave us to work with. And Sean and I sat down and went straight off of your story. <laughs> Y'all did a great job. And came up with the Ballad of Baby. And we're going to. We've done this on a podcast before, but uh, it certainly bears doing again, especially on tonight. So the Ballad of Baby goes something like this. Maybe. We'll see. Baby was a waitress at the Waffle House on exit 29 Lanky long legs, dark hair, smiling hash brown eyes She'd take your order in a sing-song style Set you straight with a country smile Baby was a waitress at the Waffle House on exit 29 Baby had her regulars and a fair share of orders on the side Butter up, sugar cream, keep them all satisfied All star special, bring you down to your knees Keep, keep you coming back, saying pretty, pretty please Baby had her regulars and a fair share of orders on the side now, baby had a lover who was smothered and covered in sand. He was a low-down loser, abuser, a user of pain. He made her quit. He blacked her eyes. Cut little baby down to size. Yeah, baby had a lover who was smothered and covered in sand. I'll do it then. Mm-hmm. Well, baby, he's a waitress at the Waffle House on 341. She left that son of a bitch bleeding in the Georgia sun. Back in the business of being alive Back waiting tables, baby, gonna survive Baby is a waitress at the Waffle House on 341 Yeah, baby Baby is a waitress at the Waffle House on 341 
Nice. And y'all took that and ran with it. <laughs> nice. Well, we always love it when somebody gives us a leg up, you know, and you certainly did on that one. No so let me see what I got there. wrote down here. I, I always, uh, I always uh, notate my song. 722-2020, written in Waycross. Words, Sean Clark, Beautiful. Uncle Dave, Connor Griffin, Lynn Griffin, Deb Rouse, and Lindy Berg. Oh, no, I don't know about that. But. Yeah. Well, you use the ammunition for the gun. I love it. <laughs> you know, it'd be funny to hear the Page Brothers sing that, too. With them oh, deep. man, yeah. Wouldn't yes. that be something? Baby was a I can, I Oh, yeah. We, sounds that great sounds when you like sing them. it. That sounds Duh. like them, though. Mm-hmm. That'd be good for well, let's do a tale of the week right here for you folks. Y'all come to know about it. It happens every time, and this is no exception. This is going to be a tricky one. we got all kinds of uh, uh, high-octane uh, gadgetry. High-octane. High, well, I was like, what did you say? High-octane. That's high-octane for you. Yeah, high-octane. Hot People elsewhere in the world. Let's see. Let me get Hot my team. Dollar Tree glasses. You need out. me to read something for you? <laughs> okay. Y'all have to stick with me on this now. Dear Love Lorn, I advise you to turn back, Captain. No, 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 wait. That's what Mr. Fletcher said to Captain Redlegs and outlaw Josie Wells, and we all know how that turned out. Well, now this bear's watching now. I said, I advise you to turn back, Captain. You have to watch the rest of the scene. It's. <laughs> Outlaw Josie Wells, my favorite movie of all time. Well, Mr. Carpetbagger. Do you really think you can shoot all those men down before they shoot you? Oh, no, no, Mr. Josie Wales. There is such a thing in this country called justice. <laughs> well, Mr. Carpetbagger, we got something in this territory called the Missouri Boat Ride. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Why anyone would ask me, a two-time divorcee, for answers about love is beyond me. Did somebody ask me about love in this room? Mm -mm. Okay. I did. You did. Okay. I'm just like old Captain Redlegs Terrell myself, a victim of his own stubborn ego and dogged shortcomings, left to die with blood dripping from his mouth. Of course, when it comes to love relations, I can tell you what not to do, and that counts for something. Or I could quote from the experts that I listened to and revered. Percy Sledge's mama advised him to take time to know her. Please don't rush into this thing. Right. And the Supremes and Phil Collins. Both said, 
And Leonard Skinner's simple man is full of good guidance, beginning to end from mother to son. Jacksonville. Mama told me when I was young, who sat beside me, my only son. What these three songs have in common is that the writers all hark back to lessons provided by Mama. It also seems to me that some good four-letter words find their way into all discussions on L-O-V-E. Get where I'm going? M-A-M-A is the epitome of love. And I thank God that I had one of the best. L-U-C-K or F-A-T-E could play a role in romance, but they're based more on chance and don't quite have the strength of H-O-P-E or P-R-A-Y. <laughs> Y'all with me on this? <laughs> I love it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I might be spelling too fast for our listeners. <laughs> in any event, you can wish and pray for love or hope that luck and fate intercede. But good things, especially L-O-V-E, take T-I-M-E. And you better shop around, Smokey Robinson sings. Smokey's mama must have subscribed to the old British expression of play in the field, as she suggested. While playing the field is an option most associated with commitment-avoiding singles, it's interesting to note that I may have inadvertently engaged in the process over my three marriages. My first wife was a brunette with brown eyes. My second, a redhead with blue eyes. And since 1993, I've been married to a beautiful blue-eyed blonde. May 29th will mark our 30-year anniversary. Happy anniversary, baby. There's, there's me and Lynn and Sean. <laughs> Always like to watch. The child. The wayward child. Always have to watch. Let the boy watch. <laughs> that was, I think, that song we were playing right there. Could you see my right hand is blurry? So I was strumming. Uh, I think it was play that funky music, white boy. I just thought your right hand was drunk. <laughs> Okay, love, Lauren, before you think blondes have more fun, realize this. Lynn's had to put up with A-L-O-T of my C-R-A-P, which brings me to more four-letter words that are pivotal in marital longevity. G-I-V-E, more than you T-A-K-E. T-A-L-K, about your feelings. And the most important of all, M-A-M-A is always right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, my wife is watching this and rolling her eyes in disbelief right now. As I said, she has to put up with me. I'm terrible about all the things I just suggested, but I try. And we're still married, which means that L-U-C-K surely must play a role. Most men aren't blessed with the sensitivities that women are born with. 
but there are songs and poems at your disposal to sway the emotions and slay the heart of the one you love. Here's my list of some of the best. God Only Knows, by Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. Gotta let this one play a little bit. This is pure angels, heaven touched this man. Probably one of the best songs ever. It is. It's the one that makes Paul McCartney tear up. It's pure. It's just, uh, <clears throat> and speaking of Paul McCartney, maybe I'm amazed. Another good one. Listen to the whole thing. That's so good. Whew. Okay, now here we go. Uh, just like I said, guys, these are the songs that can, that some of the best out there ever in the history, or at least uh, modern history. You could get back to Mozart and Beethoven and really get some tearjerkers. Uh, Annabelle Lee by Edgar Allan Poe. This is love. Without bringing me dreams of the beautiful Annabelle Lee. And the stars never rise, but I feel the bright eyes of the beautiful Annabelle Lee. And so all the night tide, I lie down by the side of my darling, my darling, my life and my bride in her sepulcher there by the sea, in her tomb by the sounding sea. Oh, okay. This and <laughs> brought Sean Day <laughs> kind of scared me. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's someone I now. Like. This is Art Garfunkel singing a song written by Jimmy Webb called All I Know. I love you, and that's all I know. That's all I know. And finally, song written by Ewan McCall, an Irish songwriter, performed by Roberta Flack. The first time ever I saw. Thought the sun 
that ain't love song. And the moon and the stars were the gifts you gave. Just the words. And then Beautiful. the music that they were able to put that to, and the singer. Being a songwriter myself, I've turned to pencil and paper several times during our marriage in an attempt to say what is otherwise not as easy. One that my wife seems to love a lot is Song for Lynn, in which I write about her passion for painting, hula hooping, and dumpster diving. <laughs> for castaway boards to paint on, which she says is proof that I do sometimes listen. Now, lovelorn, if you're still listening, you may have come to the conclusion that I know little to nothing about the tenderest of subjects. But don't get so upset. I'm only a lonely storyteller. So in closing, I'll defer to Sir Paul McCartney one more time, who... In the last lines from the next to last song on Abbey Road, the Beatles' last studio album, wrote the words which I consider to be the essence of all relationships. And in the end, the love you take is equal to the love. You make a... <laughs> hey. You got a faster story, Dave? Yeah. One with boots on? <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, want a, well, I want a real toe tapper now. No. Let's get another book out of there. Well, hang another on a story. second. So, uh, um, Try, trying to give him help. Jesus wept. <laughs> I was a real toe tapper. <laughs> That's the shortest verse in the Bible. A real fast story. Uh, Johnny, get your gun. Uh, no, it was a good one. I, I was just giving you hell because. Yeah. He's, well, dancing and blogging is two different things, Sean. Well. <laughs> you, you can't blog fast. Um, Ask my wife. <laughs> well, uh, your definition of blogging might be different from mine, or her definition of blogging might be different from mine. <laughs> that was good. Well, we want to thank our lovely guest and talented guest. Miss Lindy Berg. Thank you so much for having yeah. me. Uh, it's, it's, fun. it's it's been fun. It's it's been inspirational. I might even take up dancing. If you dance every day and make a video, I won't watch it. <laughs> well, I did dance a little earlier, and uh, you'll tell that I need. I think help. you did a good job. You got a professional career in front of you. <laughs> no, I need help, <laughs> and the people of Scriven ain't going. Provide it. <laughs> uh, again, we thank you all for watching, and we appreciate it. We urge you to like and subscribe and do all the things that you're supposed to. 
uh, pass it, uh, share it along in the, uh, uh, on Facebook or YouTube or wherever you're watching from, listening from. And uh, we also have a Patreon, Patreon account on patreon.com, which is only $5 a month. Five dollars a month, and uh, that's uh, uh, less than a pack of cigarettes these days. So uh, we've got uh, where, where? How far are we on our deep end? Uh, how many episodes? Episodes there. There's the page. That was the brothers. most recent one up top. Well, we don't know, but it's probably about 15. We're probably about 15 or 16 episodes in on our deep end. So there's a lot of, uh, for $5 a month, you can get on there and watch a binge, watch all the episodes and get out if you don't like it. Uh, they, they range from, uh, uh, mildly entertaining to provocatively funny, uh, anywhere from, Singer songwriters to uh, uh, wives. We have our wives on one of the episodes, and Sean and I uh, do a lot of deep ends together. And boy, they're Sean, good. Sean and I. Sean and I. <laughs> Guys, Sean and I. <laughs> Sean and I. Come on in. The water's something. <laughs> Uh, we do some uh, uh, watches uh, where we watch a movie and uh, comment on it there. So it's a lot like uh, any of the other uh, YouTube videos and uh, podcasts out there. Only ours is uh, Southern Georgia. Southern pride. Yeah. Southern tang. Uh, it's got a little tang to it. Mm-hmm. Twang. Twangy tang. Just twang tang. Mm-hmm. Just tune in and make fun of us. It's cool. Yeah, it's all right. We do, we've do. we written songs on here out of the blue <laughs> just to show you we can. Yeah. And uh, Yeah, a couple episodes we just hit record and write, wrote songs. Right. Yeah, and we, on the deep end, uh, for $5 a month, we cuss a lot more. So there's something that you really love to see. So it goes like the R rated. We yeah. don't subscribe. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Ed, take note. You get your money. Money's worth on swear words. <laughs> yeah. and, and Dave takes his shirt off every, every episode. I ain't never done that yet. I'm afraid we would lose customers. Every, well, that's why we ain't got that many. <laughs> but folks, we do appreciate you first and foremost. We thank you for watching always. And we hope that you've enjoyed this wonderful episode. And share it with your friends. We'll see you next time. Your mama now. Hey.